Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. Huh. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Blackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the pile looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the kitchen five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you die for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you're stuck at trying to reach, huh? But after him who's able to possess your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now, upon this, this was prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Just, you know, 
trying to, you know, keep my cool with the COVID and, you know, taking it one day at a time, you know, staying busy. You got to stay busy. Yes, that is so true. And hopefully being a whole lot active with that being busy because I know I've been being busy mentally, not as busy physically as I know I should be. And I'm ashamed of myself, but I'm seeing a little little tummy. I got to get rid of that, man. So hope that ain't happening. I know. We, we all, we all <laughs> gain, man. We all gain. You know, once those gyms open up, it's a wrap for everybody. Oh, yeah, boy. It looks like they shouldn't break down no, now, so I don't know what we're I know, do, I know. <laughs> it's crazy out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Jerry Mancuso. I hope I'm saying your last name right correctly, sir. Um, yes, it's uh, Mancuso. Mancuso. All right, I got it. Is it all right if I call you Jerry? Yeah, yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Oh, thank you for coming through, man, and chatting up with us. Uh, with Jared Mancuso, lead guitarist, guitar teacher, and uh, he started out playing one of my favorite instruments, too, that saxophone when he was a kid, though. But I found out I like the microphone better, and he found out he likes the other things better. But we're going to yeah. let him tell you about that. <laughs> we're going to let him tell you about that. So uh, for those who just joined the show, you know, if you want to chime in any time, you know, all you got to do is press number one. You know, we'll let you in and let you say your two cents. And you know, ask Jerry about his music. And we're going to have some of his songs to play for you shortly. But we're going to chop it up with Jerry for a minute. Let's tell us a little bit about him. Let me tell you guys a little bit about him, where he come from, what he's doing, what he's going to do, and all that work and stuff. It's on you, Jerry. I like to always start from the beginning, man, because I'm always curious how, you know, artists such as yourself, um, you know, started out. You know, um, a lot of us started out in church. You know, a lot of us started out at church and school. Some just started out right. at school. So, you know, how you get your music yeah, bug, man? I started out you know, playing sax in, in elementary school. You know, and I loved it, but, you know, I, I wasn't too much into the marching band music. So, you know, what I really loved was going to jazz band. Jazz band, like, during the week. And, you know, I would, I would always go down there because, you know, jazz band, like, you know, gave you an opportunity to, to do your solos. You know, and everybody, everybody in the jazz band took their turn to their solo, you know, which is pretty much what jazz, you know, jazz is, you know, improvisation. So I, I love improvisation, you know. So I just, you know, I learned how to play the instrument and all the music theory I learned. And then eventually it got, I got took to the point where I was like, you know, like I started out like a freshman in high school. And I think, I think about a couple of years after that, I just, I ended up dropping the sax and I was like, yo, I want to play guitar. You know, and, uh, you know, I thought, Instrumentals like rock and metal, and you know, I just I said, you know what, I'm gonna pick up a guitar, and I took lessons for maybe like two, three months, and then I just I just fell in love with it, man. Like I just, you know, I would play for hours and you know, just takes you somewhere else. You know, so you know, it kept me up the street. From doing bad things, you know, I just fell into that zone where I would just jam out for hours, and and it was amazing, man. You know, took me to a whole new world, and started playing. Got into a band, 
I was like 16, played a few shows, and from then on, I, just, I was jamming with all different types of bands, from blues musicians to, you know, I was in a gospel group, I was in a hip-hop group, um, metal bands, rock bands, and, you know, I learned a lot over time, you know, and then it got to the point where I said, you know what, I, I just want, I want to go solo, so I started recording, and, you know, I started learning how to do the, uh, you know, recording at home, and, you know, learning about engineering and everything like that, you know, I went to school for engineering at the high school for, like, about a year, dropped out of that, but I learned some things, and, you know, ever since that, I've just been, I just been going hard, and, you know, lately even harder, you know. Working on my fifth album right now, but uh, lately I've just been dropping singles. So I feel like if I keep dropping singles, you know, you know, to keep the ball going, you know, for fans who want to listen to you know, see what I'm doing. Once the record, once the album, Spotify, iTunes, and all that, and then just you know, drop the full album like album promotion. You know. Well, you definitely seem like you got a plan and the fact that you played all the music, I can tell where you get your versatility from, man. It's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, like I that's why, you know, I, I decided you know, I was like, you know, let me open up a YouTube page about ten years ago. I, I just been doing I've been doing a lot of covers and remixes. And, you know, I would use artists like uh, Michael Jackson, um, Usher, Alicia Keys, The Weeknd. You know, I did a Drake remix. You know, like, big, you know, bigger, like, mainstream artists, like commercial right. artists, kind of. Just to show what I could do over the track so people can get an idea of what I sound like so they'd be interested in listening to my record, you know. Because that, you know, that's what a lot of people do these days, man. You know, they, they do covers and remixes. And then people people like it. And then they say, Oh, you know what? I wanna see what this guy does. I wanna I wanna hear his, his originals. You know? And then you know it, you know, it takes you there. Well I know, man, it's a whole different mindset in the music industry, man, because I remember, you know, one, once upon a time in the business when you did covers you either had exactly I did, uh, you know, There Goes My Baby from Usher, for example. And you, you got that main hook, you know. That main hook, There Goes My Baby. You know? You got that main hook, There Goes My Baby. Like, what song am I going to do that's going to 
go get him. He's like, yo, let me do uh, Beat It from Michael Jackson, because I love, I love that song, man. That's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. That was a good choice, too, man, because that's where a lot of, uh, uh, should I say, people uh, make up. It's not because the artists or um, the senior album is bad. A lot of times they choose the wrong material. They choose the wrong song. Yeah. So that messes them up a lot of times. They don't get a second shot. But what you did was hit the first time. Sound. So, you know, I just, I hit it with that, and the third time I went, you know, 
last record. You know, so I was able to do an original. And that was, that was, that was a lot of fun. So, uh, Gary, how is your unit uh, composed of? you just doing straight solo stuff, or are you out there with a band? No, I'm doing solo stuff right now. Um, I'm, I'm trying to work with producers, other artists. You know, right now, I, I got my studio at home, and I just, I produce everything myself. I mix and master myself. I play all the instruments, you know, so I got bass here, you know, when it comes down when you to do the bass lines, I just throw the bass lines. When you, say you say? All the when you say all the instruments, I was just going to ask you what were they, because it seemed like you went from the uh, the sax to the guitar, and most people stop off at the piano in the middle. Yeah. Nah, what I got, I got a MIDI keyboard, so I basically, I'll play some keyboards on my tracks and, and bass lines. You know, I got a bass guitar, so, you know, I throw my own bass lines in there. It's it's all uh, structured, you know, with uh, sequence drums. So I got um, drum processing going on, but it's all it's all live live sounding drums, you know. But they're sequenced, right? You know, in the computer. So who out you know, there? I, down. Yeah, I mean that's the benefit of uh, technology nowadays, boy. Because in the old days, you didn't have to benefit all that. You just have a whole bunch of guys get together in a room and go for it. Exactly, exactly. You know, nowadays you got you got all the technology, man. So it's you know you just lay the tracks down, and then you know, you know I can take all the time I want. You know, once it sounds good enough for me, then I'll release it out there to the public. You know, and it's. It's music a true expression, you know, like I, I play from the heart. Let me ask you a question. Since you're a musician, so you know the difference from the actual playing uh, opposed to, you know, sampling and stuff. How do you feel about the industry now? Because I know, you know, there was a point in time, maybe not that long ago, you know, where we lost a lot of musicians. We got a lot of producers and and. I guess writers that's technically savvy, but they don't know how to play or read music. What do you think right, about that? Right. Well, I, it's 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 just kind of sad. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, like a lot of people these days, they don't want to learn how to play an instrument. You know, there's a lot of computer musicians, quote unquote, and you know, a lot of people use samples, and you know, it's. It's 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 a totally different ball game, you know. I never I never came from that realm. I always came from the original realm of like you know writing a riff and then writing a bass line and you know making you know making it progressive, make it make it make a hook, a melody, and changes having different changes going on. And but yeah, the, the you know the spectrum change. You know the whole idea is just that you got to know you got to know where to look though because there's still there's still a lot of musicians out there. You know, it's just the game. The game has changed, man. You know, it's hard. It's it seems like it's harder to find, you know, uh, real musicians nowadays. But um, they out there. You just gotta know where to look. You know, like right. Instagram's a great platform for that too. You know. Yeah, I just mentioned that too because I kind of came uh, from a situation where we had live had to 
play the instrument, you know, uh, get on the milk crate and sing. Um, you know, when we went in the studio, we didn't have 3,900,000 different tracks where we could punch in and punch out, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, right. I've watched the industry change over years. Uh, you know, I remember when labels used to have A&R departments, when now they don't even have to do that. All they got to do is go to your Instagram or your social media and see how many right. likes, how many hits you got. And a lot of times or YouTube, and then a lot of times they want to judge you, base you on that instead of really hearing the artist. And I think that's... Exactly, like and I don't agree with that cool. at all. Neither do I, you know, because there's a lot of great artists that maybe not have the team or the finances in place yet, you know, where they can have somebody just work on their social networking all day, every day. Exactly, exactly. You know, there's money, you know, you need to have money... These days, it seems like if you want to get out there, you know, and, and, and hire, you know, hire a whole team, marketing managers, publicists, website designers. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, first thing, first thing, first thing, Gary, a manager ain't going to even mess with you if you ain't got nothing happening because you ain't got, if you ain't got nothing to manage, you ain't going to do what, what can he do? You know what I mean? Exactly. That's so true. I, I I hear a lot of artists call me, well, man, I need a manager. No, you need an investor because, you know, it's three different <laughs> things. You know what I mean? You know, a manager, yeah. manage. If you ain't got no dates, you ain't got no gigs nowhere, I mean, what is it for the manager to really do? I mean, what can he do? Right, you know, he's, right. not a, he's not a booking agent. He may know some that may, you know, refer you or whatever, but that's really not his job either, and he's not yeah. an investor. So I, I tell a lot of artists, you know, when you – when you're seeking or looking, know what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because to a, to a lot a, of an experience. Go ahead. A lot, a lot of artists, like you know, they think the end, the end result is playing live shows, and live shows are cool. And don't get me wrong, I've done, I played a lot of live shows in, in my day. Um, but that's that's really not my current, like that's not my end goal, really. You know, I'm trying to get into movies, TV, video games. Uh, Netflix commercials, you know, trying to get my music out there, you know, publicly like that. Right. You know, because a lot of people hear my tracks and they're like, dude, I, you know, your music sounds like it would be perfect in like a Fast and Furious movie or something like that, you know, or, you know, one of these kind of like up-tempo, you know, or, you know, any type of movie like Moody, you know, drama, race car cases oh, or you, you know. got action now. You got action now, man, to get your uh, music and a whole bunch of stuff because of the pandemic that's going on. Because I know I was just told uh, the day. Well, last week I was told that you know the studio is going to be open back up. They're going to start back filming. And uh, at first they wanted everybody to sign a waiver. You know, if we get if we get sick, it's on you. Then they then they brought that back in. But look like they've been shut down again. So there's a lot of studios that have uh, films and. Uh, uh, products, you know, ready to go out. So, you know, it's a good time to get your music placed on a lot of that stuff because people just sitting around yeah. and not running the streets. They got to be in front of their computers with their headphones on trying to see what they could put together, you know? So, That's so um, true. Now's a really so good true. time to get stuff placed on stuff, man, because you can get their attention because they're not moving around as much. Yeah, I, w I would love that, man. Like, like a Netflix series, like a theme song for, you know, like a show or in a movie, 
you know, because it's, it's, it's definitely the perfect time, man. Everybody's focused with their headphones, like you said, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I'll keep that in mind, man, and I'll see what I can do. Um, uh, let me see. We got oh. some of your music queued. Having one of those moments. <laughs> we have some of your music uh, queued up, man, so we're going to let our listeners put put uh, their ears on something, man. What do you think? We have nice. um, uh, um, what is the Magic Secret and Landing Dock and um, Third Entry Wave, so what should we put on them? I think you should put on Magician Secret. Let them hear that because that's more, uh, more like commercial friendly. Oh man, you the guest, man. You the king for the day, so we're gonna play whatever you say. Play, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can start with that one. <laughs> you know, let, let them feel that. Let them feel that vibe. You know, we'll move on to something harder. You know, because I got, I got my style is like all over the place. You know, I got a lot of different uh, feels going on. Uh, okay, okay. Well, pat yourself on the back with one arm, man. Don't use both of them at the same time. We know you got it going on. Everybody, you know the drill. You know, let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this magic secret, Mr. Gary Mancuso.
where you come from? Actually? I'm in I'm in New York. I'm in Long Island. Oh, okay. Because oh, a lot of people don't even really know about Donnell Jones on the West Coast. Okay, you guys are in on, on the West Coast, huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm like yeah. totally on the opposite side of the country. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, man. But you know, it, it's yeah. cool, man. I'm feeling your um, your, your musical choices, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause they all solid, you know. But, yeah. Uh, Thank you, man. Thanks. That's 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 definitely definitely a great thing. So, what's next out there for you, man? What you got planned next? Um, I'm just I'm just focused in. I'm you know I'm focused on just keep recording and keep pushing music out there you know originals you know i'm not trying to sell out and trying to make things commercial i i pretty much do me and you know you know whatever inspirations come to me i just you know i'll, I'll record it um but you know I, I play like you know from true expression you know and you know like i said i'm, I'm working on the fifth my fifth uh, album right now I got four singles out of Spotify, iTunes, or you know all the platforms. You know, you might as well get year. the names. Why you? You might as well get the names. Why you talking about it? So they'll know. Yeah, it. yeah. I got. Um, I just released the third entry wave. That's the latest single. About a couple of weeks ago, I just released that. Then I got Drone Wars, which is another single, and then I got uh, the fourth Quatrain. Which is a which is a kind of like a relaxed kind of has the same kind of feel like the beat like Magician Secret, but it's um, like a similar style uh, progression, you know, different, totally different, but same kind of idea. But you know, there's there's tracks that I do like the one you just heard, and then there's other tracks that I do which have different parts and they're progressive, you know, where it's not just like the same beat. You know, like different right. time signatures. You know, four, four, seven, eight. You know, like I'll, I'll mix it up, things like that. But yeah, it's just it takes time, though. You know, that, that's the whole idea. It takes a long time to write music, man. It doesn't you can't you don't just like write a track in a day, you know? So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no, in a rush. No, especially but. like. I know when they're especially, you know, super technical tracks. You know what I mean? Because I used to be pissed yeah. off when I was doing when I was doing my studio thing, man. If we couldn't do three songs a day, at least lay down the, um, you know, the rhythm stuff, then I was awfully upset. You know, but I always used to work yeah. with a live band. Was working with a live band. We didn't have a lot of, you know. Technical stuff, you know, where you, you know you punch in, punch out, and do all that stuff again. But um, but anyway, yeah. it's been a been a great ride. You know what I mean? It's been it's been fun. Even though I quit every day and start back the next day. So you're a singer, right? Well, I started out as uh, uh, my first thing was a saxophone, and um, right. you know then I then I found out you know the saxophone wasn't all that popular with the girls, you know, because we had all the jazz cats <laughs> back then, you know. We had, you yeah. know, Cold Train and all of those guys, and then later on came, you know, the Horny Horns, you know, uh, you know, with, with James Brown and Parliament Funkadelics and all that guys. So I decided mm-hmm. I didn't want to play no horns no more, man. I wanted to grab a microphone. So 
Right, right. Yeah, I ended up um, doing that because back then the horn players wasn't getting the girls, so that was kind of important back then. I know, man. Now, but saxophone you know, is a pretty sexy instrument, man. A lot, of, a lot of ladies. Well, it you know. it it is now. You know what I'm saying? It is now, but you know back yeah. then you just heard a lot of jazz players with sax. Right, right. Jazz, yeah. you know, it wasn't you know it wasn't out front like like a Kenny G and none of those guys out there now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about like jazz band, like ensemble jazz. Yeah, so you know, that's, so that's totally, the original totally, jazz. Yeah, totally different thing today with with a horn, though. You know what I mean? I know, but if if you look at those guys, you know, like you know, um, all those horn players back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I just you see them sweating in their pictures, you know, those black and white pictures. You see how serious they were about their instrument. <laughs> Right. Yeah. They, yeah. Like yeah. they they took it to heart, man. I mean, like that's that's that that's the real music right there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, a little. I love that, town, man. I, little country town I came from in Texas, man. Um, it was guys that you would just drive down the street and they would just be sitting on their front porch, just blowing their heart out, you know. Yeah. And can play, you know. That was the thing that would blow you away. You know, they could actually play. Yeah, you know, you see that. You see that in New York City all the time in the subways. You know, some real, real sick musicians like just doing their thing, killing it too. You'd be like, "Wow, man, (laughs) this guy's insane." Same with New Orleans. You see a lot of horn players that come out of there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have yet to been there. I want to go there and check out the scene, the jazz scene over there. Oh, yeah, it, it's crazy, man. Um, Aaron Neville worked with me. The Neville brothers worked on uh, worked with me on one of my first albums back in the day. That's awesome. Experience. Yeah, that's where that's where it started, man. That's you know, but you know things things took a turn, you know, especially now that you know record companies are pretty much non-existent. You know, everybody's under their own name or label. You know, and then there's no you, you can't even buy CDs anymore. You know, everything changed, man. Everything's now it's internet streaming. Trust me, I know. I've been on that roller coaster, man, and having to learn. Uh, every step of the way, you know, I go back from uh, the two track, four track, you know, eight track, twenty four track. Yeah. So I go back to all of that. Went through all those little different formats and uh, with vinyl, and you know, vinyl just made a resurgence two or three different times. You know what I mean? It yeah. Gone, came yeah. back, gone. Now it's back. You know. Yeah, hey, you got to adapt. That's what it is to, to the change and everything. You know, the, the iPod was. <laughs> yep. Remember? The iPod was the thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, now now the iPod. People, what's an iPod? You know. <laughs> New cars don't even have CD players in them no more. Nah, nah. <laughs> like like when I released my 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 last album, I decided to get a hundred copies, CDs. You know, you know for those for those diehard fans and. I sold about 60, 70 of them. So, you know, people, you know, you know, from from old time cats or you know, people who still wanna, you know, want the official 
copy in their hand, you know, because, you know, yeah, streaming well, is just like in midair, you know. Well, it's always those. You definitely got to have them. Some people just actually like to read the liner notes, but, you know, the new click when you go to a conference or um, a convention, you got to carry a backpack full of flash drives, thumb drives. <laughs> oh, my God, it changed so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I thought about that because I was one of those guys, too, you know, when I'm out rolling, man, you know, you used to have, you know, um, you know, 8x10s and you'd have your CD with you, you know, your press release, you know, your bio, right. you know, all that stuff to pass out at the event. And then, you know, when, when my position changed in the industry and people started giving that stuff to me, and then I got to catch a plane. I don't want to be carrying two of the suitcases full of pictures and bios and stuff, you know. And I don't want to. Yep. I don't want to throw it away because I've been that guy before. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been that guy. So much. Trying, yeah, I've been that guy that's trying to get on. You know, I've been that guy trying right. to get my music heard, man. So I, I know how it is to have to come up with these pictures and have to pay for manufacturing and, and printing. Right. I know how that is, so you don't want to throw the stuff away, and you don't want to leave it. So uh, I'm kind of glad that that part didn't change because it's a whole lot easier to carry a bunch of th- thumb drives than a whole bunch of packages, yeah. and press releases. But it's not. It's not even that. It's, it's you know now it's it's YouTube and the, and the internet, Spotify, and you know having websites and you know all your right. pictures and, and your press information is all on your website. So it's people you don't, you don't even need a flash drive, you know. But you know you got you got to adapt to the way people people's attention spans have changed too. You know a lot a lot of nowadays like Instagram and you know if if you're not eye catching or if you don't sound good within ten fifteen seconds people just swipe right by you. You're right because people's attention spans is uh, so short. It's almost like to go. You're going to buy a pair of shoes, and you walk in the store, and they got five thousand pairs of shoes. By the time you start looking around, you'd have walked out and didn't buy nothing. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's it's very difficult to you, to come up with like a, like first, a team plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the team comes in, where somebody got to stay, stay, stay focused on this, while you stay focused on what you're supposed to do. Right, right. But a lot of these independent artists like myself um, and, and many others, you know, there's no team. And you do everything on yourself, you know, like my videos, I do all my videos myself. And, you know, all my production, all the mixing and mastering, promotion, you know, and you do it for years and years and years. And a lot of people give up on that dream, man. That's why you, you can't do that. You got to keep going. Well, you were one of the fortunate ones, man, because you was able to switch hats, man. But a lot of a lot of guys, man, you know, they focus totally on their art, and they don't have the time, should I say? Because to to me, you know, I guess that's the whole purpose of a team. Yeah, it's great you can do all those things, but imagine what you could do if you could just focus on your guitar and your oh my creativity part at all. See what I'm saying? So that oh my God, that yeah. That's a hard place to get to because I've, man, look, I can't tell you how many times I struggle with that, um, trying to focus on the artist part of it, but yet still the other hat because I've always been good at business. You know what I'm saying? So then I find right. myself torn. I find myself torn 
between me trying to rehearse and and do all of that other kind of stuff, but yet and still I got to be on the phone, I got to handle the business, I got to read contracts, right. I got to deal with right. the lawyers, I got to deal with all these other people, and it, it, you, you become torn. You know, you end up doing all this stuff. Yeah, you can be doing it good. It's good you can do it, but then it's just so much easier if you have somebody that you could trust to do all that other stuff. Just to free you. Yeah, Lamont, you said you said a, a mouthful right there, and and I totally hear that. I totally agree with that. You know, it's I've hard been out that there. Guy, to, Gary, I've been that guy. <laughs> yeah, man, anyway. I, I've been that guy for. I'm still that guy. You know, like. <laughs> you know, you know. You know, it's just that, you know, but like I said, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, they just, they don't get a desired result after a certain amount of time. Then they give up and then they want to do something else, you know, and they want, you know, because a lot of them think it's about money. It's not about money, you know, about the love of music. You know, people feel like, you know, if they don't get a desired result financially, that they, they, they want to find a new avenue. You know, but the way I look at it is, you know, I, even if I don't make a dime, I'm always I'm gonna keep playing because that's it's in the heart. Right, right. You feel me? Well, yeah. Well, you're a true musician, man. A lot of artists like to paint. Whatever they, whatever their creativity comes out, they have to let it flow. Because if they don't flow, then they're not happy. They're not complete. Exactly. That that's that's what it is. You know, because. People think you know money is, is 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 the happiness of life. It's really not, man. It's your passion. It's 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 what keep you know get you out of bed every day. Like what what drives you to keep keep breathing, keep living. You know what are you looking forward to? Didn't you, didn't you hear me say earlier? I quit every day and start back the next day. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what that is. <laughs> you know, that's what that is. Oh what else do God. we? Can, what else can we do? This is who we are. This is what we do. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're right. creative and a positive person, that's that comes from your soul, man. I mean, that's why I said I get pissed off at different things on a daily. You know, when things don't go my my way, I emphasize my way. Um, you know, and I am not doing this no more. But you know, four thirty-five o'clock in the morning, man, my mind's right back on this music industry, right back on what I do, because this is what I do. Exactly, because you, you know, you you true to the heart when it, when it comes to your music, man, and, and I totally feel that. You know, the whole idea is, you know, I, I work a day job. You know, so that takes up a lot of my time, but you know, I got to put food on the table at the same time, you know. And yeah. uh, you know. Uh, you know, this this dude at, at the job that I was talking to, he's a drummer. He's been a drummer for years. He was in bands and he toured. And he says, he says, listen, he told me, you know, this guy's, you know, you know, you know, almost 70 years old, like he's in his upper 60s. And he told me, he says, listen, you don't want to quit your job and then go tour the world because, you know, what are you going to do after a month or two? You know, yeah, yeah, you might get some gigs, but at the end of the day, you're going to lose your, your insurance. You're going to lose. You're gonna lose it all, man. He says, so you might as well hold on to your job and then doing your music because at least you you got money to like buy equipment and you know finance your uh, releases and everything like that, you know. Yeah, that's a quandary right there too, man. Because I've known people that that took that position and blew off a major, major, major situation. 
you know what I mean, could have retired them for life, you know, could have set them up for life. But, you know, um, their significant other was pressing that uh, security thing. You better stay on this job. You better not do this. You better not do that. Because if you don't do this, it's going to happen. So it's like right. six on one, six on one, half a dozen on the other. Because that gig you might have went on, like I said, could have set you up for life. You know what I mean? But, you know, none of us have no crystal ball. But anyway, I'm going to stop running off the mouth, Gary. I'm going to put some more of your music right quick. How about that? That sounds good. All right, let me see. Uh, third entry, uh, Drone Wars or Landing Dock? Uh, could, do, uh, could do Drone Wars. All right, everybody, you know the drill. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. This is Gary Mancuso. This is Drone Wars.
Yes, 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 everybody. We back with Gary Mancuso, and that was Drone Wars. Gary, the time be flying when you be having fun, man. But real quickly, man, tell everybody where they can go get your music. Gary. Hello. Oh, sorry about that. You hear me now? Yeah. We're yeah, almost out of yeah. time, buddy. I was trying to get you. Tell everybody where they can go get your music, where they can go catch up with you. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Spotify. Uh, just look me up, Jerry Mancuso. I'm on YouTube, you know, iTunes, Instagram. You just type, you know, just type my name in. You can find me. I got all my music on there. Well, definitely, Everything's man. I want to thank there. you for coming through, man. And listen, listen, we're going to be getting in touch with you, man, because I can hear some things with your music, man. Yo, I'm, I'm appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Lamont. Yes, sir. It's our pleasure. Look, for everybody that just came into the show late, it can be heard everywhere. Ask your mama, ask your daddy, ask the neighbor across the street. Uh, it's on all the platforms, so there's no reason for you not to hear it in its entirety. Uh, and we will be back next week. And thanks a lot to our guest, Mr. Garrett Mancuso. Check him out, everybody. Go support. You know it. We'll see you next Wednesday, same time, same bad channel, same Lamont station. You know what I mean? Come back and see us. All right. Appreciate you. Love you. I'll be safe out there. Charlie Starr here. And I always listen to I Am Indy with your host, Kay on Blog Talk Radio. Every Wednesday at 2 p.m., listen from your phone. 347-308-8747. Blog Talk. Kay Diddy. Precious rising.